Welcome, Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. Until you mentioned it, I hadn't really thought about the fact that drivers the past like week or so have been horrible. Just douches. Like, like today, the the one that sticks in my head, and where where were we coming from? We would we had just picked up Alyssa at school, yeah, and there was that we were right by Starbucks, right at Valley View, that white Camry cut from the far right lane on Valley View all the way over to the far left turn lane. Then, in the midst of making their turn, decided they wanted to be in the right hand turn lane. So they moved over in the midst of making the turn while turning to the left. And then yesterday there was that dude in the in the in the in the lane and he was driving at like I don't know, I think a sleeping cat moves faster. Yeah, more than likely. And Duncan then- Duncan at his uh, slowest is still faster than that car was. And like there was nobody in front of him. And then he gets to the light, and thank God he turned. But then it took him like 45 years to go around the freaking turn. I know. And he wasn't even all the way in the turn lane. So you couldn't go until he moved his big fat car ass out of the way. Well, and it's so common these days for stuff like that to happen. I mean, especially if there's rain. When there's rain, people lose their shit. They just... They cannot function when Well, I was going to say, what the heck, California? It's not even raining. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. Despite the fact that, yes, I expect it when when there's rain, there's no rain. Not even a little bit. There's no not reason for this. No, no reason at all for this. You know. People are just loon bags. We talk about how bad California drivers are in the rain. And I, I, would, I would even hazard to say California drivers are pretty shitty on a regular day. Yeah. Um, can you imagine what would happen to California drivers if it snowed? There's areas of California where you can find that out. Specifically here. I know that it mildly slushed in Stanton the other day. No, I'm not talking about that. There's the mountain communities nearby that have, um, skiing. And so people from here, here, so people from here... Go there, and then you get to find out how they drive in the snow, which is a big thumbs down. Now I know why that dude from Irvine that I was finding accommodations for um, took some kind of shuttle to where he was going to stay on his vacation. (laughs) Yeah, to avoid the crazies that are on the road. Let someone else have that as their problem. Well, he's a California native, so he's probably not a very good driver in the snow either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I've driven in snow. I've driven in super duper bad rain. I've driven in ice. I've driven in all sorts of extreme weather. And every time I've going going into it, I wouldn't say, oh, I know how to drive in blah, blah, blah weather. And I still wouldn't say that for any kind of weather. Instead, what I would tell you is I just used common sense at the time that it was happening. Right. But that's what most people lack is 
common sense, any kind of sense. And the ability to be able to think on your feet to come up with a response as something's happening to you. Yeah. I mean, if it snowed where you live half the year, cough, cough, Canada, cough. Yeah. <laughs> you know how to drive in the snow. You know what there's different kinds of snow. Of course. You know there's like wet snow and how it acts. You know there's dry snow and you don't have to worry about it. You know that it when it hovers around the freezing point that there's going to be black ice and you need to be careful of that. But like But like if it doesn't snow regularly where you live, I can only imagine. Just like the rain. Just like the rain here. It rains less than a month of the year here. Well, and it's not even and it's not even about how much it snows where you're at. It's also how often do you drive in that stuff? Right. You know, like you may where you live may never see snow. But your but your family likes to go snowboarding. You're gonna go to snow a lot. Do you want to know something funny? When I always I was, like funny things. When I was taking driver's education, the driving instructor, because it was in Lethbridge and it snows an ass load there, and it often hovers around the freezing point, so it's always icy in the winter. He did this thing where he was like teaching me how to drive backwards, and then he grabbed the steering wheel on an icy patch. And he made it fishtail and spin and then tried to teach me how to correct it in a parking lot. In a parking lot. It was the most terrifying experience of my entire life. I can't even tell you what my face looked like just now when she said that. My mouth dropped open. Like That's what I had to what? reassure him that it was in a parking lot because he looked like he wanted to murder the person who taught me how to drive. But it was really cool. Like I now, well, I then knew how to correct <laughs> if a car fishtailed on ice. <laughs> it's very informative to learn how to do it as it's happening to you. Well, learning by doing, it's a thing. I like that myself. Yoki is mountain goading on me. That's how I like to. That's how I like to learn. I like to do whatever it is that I'm learning. Yeah. And that way, I get better at it. Like, like I was saying to you, you know, trying to get all of our products launched and uh-huh. everything that we're trying to do. It's gotten to the point where, <laughs> oh my gosh, did she just at me? She at me, didn't she? <laughs> that was like her saying, "Hey, jackass, pay attention." It's hilarious. I was looking at this cat, and she's sitting next to him, begging him to pet her. And all of a sudden, she goes, Pfft. like her head went towards you. I kind of had thought she sneezed, but then she didn't do like that funky cat head shake afterwards. <laughs> she like hissed at me to wake me up or something. I didn't, that she was wins. crazy. That was so funny. <laughs> anyway, now I've completely talk lost about, my train of thought. Talk about the girl cat that used to be so timid, now demanding what she wants. Yeah. Just too funny. And Yogi's using my butt cheek as a pillow like a but, weirdo. But, but you know, this whole, this whole discussion, we brought up something else, and I can't remember off the top of my head <clears throat> what it was. That we wanted to talk about yeah. in addition to the terrible drivers lately. Yeah. We wanted to talk about Creepy McSleuth downstairs. Yes. That's not what I called him earlier. I'm disappointed no. that I can't remember my nickname because it was know. great. So, so this morning, you know, I, I get up at like mm, four o'clock. 
and I and come I'm out here after you at like and I come out here and I'm like reading our apartment buildings Facebook group. You know what's funny? I must have gotten onto my phone just before you because I approved them to join the group, and then by the time you were checking Facebook, she'd already posted. Well, so anyway, the deal was this lady gets into the group and she's posting that her daughter went downstairs at around midnight to get her earbuds out of the car and they park in the underground portion of our parking structure. Mm -hmm. And so she went to go down there and this, all of a sudden this tall guy with a dark baseball cap, denim jacket and denim jeans was asking for her for money and was just like following her wherever she went. And she felt really scared. So she ran back into the house. Okay. And he followed her. And he followed her. Back to her apartment. Back to her apartment. She went inside. And then that was that. Then at four in the morning, the parents are going to work. And they see same guy sleeping on the counter of our laundry room. Oh, same John. guy. How exciting this day has been. So the question becomes, though, why didn't somebody call the police? Yeah. You know what? If it was Alyssa and she had, like, gone downstairs to walk Yogi at, like, two in the afternoon and she told you some weirdo was hanging out in the laundry room and had asked her for money and then followed her around, you'd, one, call the police. And while you were on hold with the police station, I'd hunt the bastard down. Yeah. He wouldn't be harassing anybody else till the police got there. I would hunt the bastard down and make sure he stayed right where I wanted him. Right. If that meant putting my knee in his back, he'd be on the ground with my knee in his back. Right. So, like, I that's that was my first thought. I was like, really? Why didn't you call the police if Creepy McJackass? That wasn't it either. If Creepy McJackass was, like, stalking your daughter around. And then so, what happened? So then, then... I see another person post that they um also saw him also saw him and he approached them and they got into the car and kind of boogied away but she apparently called the police while I was calling the police because yeah. I happened to come out around that same time and bro was just standing there and I didn't say anything to him because I wanted the police to catch him and so I call the police. I'm like, okay, we'll send somebody out. I leave, go to a couple other places, come back. This is at like six in the morning. Yeah, so he's I now come, been here for at least six hours. I come back at like 6.50. Yeah. And the dude is still here and there's no police. So I call the police again. Oh, we're so sorry. Um, there was an emergency. They got called off of, on the emergency. All righty. Which I get. That's, that's fine. All right, Weird exactly, guy, all right. not necessarily an emergency. But then, finally, when I went out the second time, well, yeah, second time. Um, it was when you were coming back then, after going out the second time. Yeah, I called again, and they said, oh, they're right there. They're on their way. Right. Okay, great. So apparently they came, and they told him to leave, because when I came back the final time, he was at the back gate waiting to leave, and as soon as he was going to jump over the fence, as soon as he saw a car pull up, he waited. And when as soon, I'm telling you, once the gate was open enough that he could squeeze through, he squeezed through like he boogied. Well, like 
when you did talk to him, he told you he lived in an apartment number that doesn't exist. Yeah. Like. Well, and there were some people that were trying to tell me, oh, that one, that does exist. Even even the manager, when we mentioned it to her, stopped to think for a second. But it didn't need, I didn't need to think at all because our numbers are based off of the building number and the floor you're on. First, second, or third. So when your second number is a six, seven, eight, nine, zero, you know, whatever, you're telling us about a place that doesn't exist. Right. <laughs> and he told us about a place that doesn't exist. We only have three floors. He yeah. said he lived on the sixth floor. Yeah, essentially. Actually, he said he lived on the sixth floor of a building that only has two floors. Yep. Like, come on, bro. The shortest building in the entire place. Right. Yeah, interesting. But he he's a danger, and I'm going to tell you. That's why a long time ago, I stopped having the kids walk the dogs. Except during, you'd once in a while during the during day. During the day, I'm okay with it. But once it's dark, or if it's too early in the morning, hell no. Well, yeah. And like, and like you used to be okay with them walking the dog inside the building because creepy McJackasses weren't coming in. But since that gate has been kind of funky. Yeah. People are just cruising through here. Yeah, and I don't I don't like it because they think they can hide in here from any kind of harassment and just harass people. Yeah, and harass us instead. I swear, if I had an inkling to do laundry at 2 a.m. in our 24-hour laundry room and I went down there and some bitch was sleeping in that laundry room, <laughs> one, I would probably scream and wake up that entire side of the building. Yeah. Then promptly wake up the dude sleeping in the laundry room yeah. with the same scream, I'm sure. Of course. Then, dude would probably be super alarmed and act all crazy like people do when they get alarm woken up. Yeah. And then I would probably get stabbed. Because my guess is I would, say sti- that. I would still be so alarmed that I wouldn't be able to dial 911 fast enough to get rid of angry dude stampeding towards me with the stabbing weapon. So now I'm never going to do laundry at 2 a.m., <laughs> I think that's a good choice though 2 a.m. laundry doesn't seem like a thing I used to do laundry at like 4 in the morning on Saturday mornings because I would be awake from not when I lived here when I lived in Lethbridge still obviously um, but I would be awake because that's the time I like woke up on normal weekdays and there would never be any fighting with anybody else for the laundry yeah not that I really had to fight anybody else. I only had to fight the upstairs lady. And she was pretty nice about that, though. Yes. Once in a while, she You didn't complain stuff. exceptionally about that at all. You were... You thought she was good. The only time I ever complained about her was when... But it wasn't about her. It was about her husband. The British dude. He'd be watching cricket. And there was not a lot of insulation between the top floor and the bottom floor. So I would hear every single cuss word and every single stamp. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> and then I would just leave. I'm sure, I think you remember that. I think I called you once and I went, this, this is my house right now. And his like screams were echoing through my house. Did you need to play the song through the years at my grandmother's house? Do you hear this? No! Echo, stop. 
try to make us listen to music that we didn't ask for and get us in trouble and I have to take it out of the show. I officially do not like the Alexa. I like it. I don't. I think it's creepy as literal fuck, and I don't like that it's always listening to me. (laughs) I don't like that it listens to my TV shows. I don't like that it listens to me. I don't like it. That's kind of funny. I don't like it. It's funny. I also don't really like Hey Siri. Not that my Hey Siri works. Ever. Oh, I'm in low power mode. That's why it's not working right now. There you go. See? It's not supposed to work. Wow. Goofy thing. But you know, you know, let's tie this into a bow, okay? Let's bow? tie this into a bow. Why are we tying the creepy guy into a bow? I think that our first topic was... Drivers. And our second topic was... Creepy McJackass. Okay. Have you thought about the fact that maybe the creepy guy is like in his own little world? Like maybe he's on drugs or... That makes him more concerning. I know. Drugs make people concerning. That's what I'm trying to say. I was disappointed that the police let the creepy guy go. Well, yeah. But what are they supposed to do? Arrest him? How about escort him out the front door? That's what I think they should. I think they should have escorted him out of the building. Because he could have just, like, he could have gone towards the gate and then gone up stairs. I don't get that part. But if I see any hair of him, I will call him back. Yeah. And I will be unreasonable. Well, that's all good for me. You know? I I just, I was dumbfounded that they just let him go like that. Right. But, I mean, one thing I find amazing, they know exactly when their officers make contact with the subject and where. They were like, oh, the officers are speaking to him right now in front of the mailboxes. I think. And apparently what had happened, one officer went around, you know how when we walk the dog, yeah. the route we go, well, one officer went that way, and one officer went the opposite way. And dude tried to boogie towards the front. First officer cut him off by the mailboxes. Interesting. That's yeah. how he got sent out the back, I would guess. Yeah. Huh. But, you know. Well, at least it's over with. That alone should have made them concerned about the dude. Yeah. And they clearly didn't believe his story that his mother lived in the building because they made him leave. Well, obviously, I mean... So, okay, but, 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 if they don't believe he lived here, why didn't he get arrested for trespassing? It's private property. Because I would think most of the time trespassing the first time around is just a warning. Leave. That's so... That's why like people say, oh, well, I'm safe now, I got a restraining order. Right. You know, restraining orders would, uh, to me, in a way... The restraining order is one of those things where if you're dealing with a person who's like kind of, I don't know, a little bit nuts, a little bit not all there, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to go for a restraining order because once you restrict their ability to have like distant contact with you, 
And yes, I know it's creepy. I'm talking about allowing them to stalk you, essentially. But once you will take that away, they get aggressive, more aggressive a lot of times. And that's when you end up getting someone attempting to kill you because they're like, rawr, you know, all of a sudden they're pissed because they can't see you at all. But when you let them have a little bit of contact, they tend to keep it friendlier and on the down low because they want to continue that contact. They don't want to scare you away. We've gotten into a really weird place now. <laughs> anyway. I always take us there, especially was, when the cat's nearby. If I was the police officers, what I would have done is, okay, your mom lives here. Let's go say hello. Yeah. And I would have made him like try to take me to like the mom's apartment, knocked on the door. Does this belong to you? Can you keep it from harassing the other tenants in the laundry room, please? If it belonged to somebody. Yeah, and if it didn't, guess what? You just Get lied out. to a police officer. Right. And then I would think that they'd be able to, like, that they would probably do something about it because he'd now lied to them and trespassed. But my guess is he came clean to the police officers immediately, didn't lie to them, and just agreed to leave and never come back. And that's why they just let him leave and never come back. I also don't think that the dispatcher listened carefully enough. Because I don't think the part of the story that got, should have gotten relayed did get relayed, which was he's the been there thing. since midnight. Right. At a minimum. You know what, though? Him just walking away is the people's fault who didn't call the police at midnight. I'm sorry, but if there was a Creepy McWeirdo, that's what it was. Creepy McWeirdo. Anyway, if there was a Creepy McWeirdo in the laundry room we were walking Yogi... And, like, a verifiable Creepy McWeirdo. Yeah. And a Creepy McWeirdo would have, like, followed us in any way. Because, you know, how sometimes I walk Duncan and I, like, stop in front of the laundry room and then I have to go back the other yeah. way because he's slow as fucking shit. Um, Poor Dunk. He's so slow. <laughs> he tries so hard. You and Yogi could walk around twice in the time it but takes Duncan. But he tries Duncan. so hard. I know. He does. He's a cute little he's dude. He's a good little man. Sometimes I don't want to make him walk that far, so I turn yeah. around and go back. So if Creepy McWeirdo would have, like, tried to talk to me while I turned back with Duncan? No. Police would be called. This does not belong in our building. Make it leave. Yeah. Just like, just like if we had some neighbors that were super obnoxious living above us playing obnoxiously loud music, I'm pretty sure police would be called from me in that situation, too. Not the first time, though. No, but after I'd knocked and asked them to shut up. A couple of times? Yeah, I'd say two to three times knocking on the door and not getting anywhere, but you would document it. Like what I would do right away, if I had to go upstairs or there's someone above me, I'd put it in my calendar or I'd put it in a note that on this date I went and knocked on the door and told them this because you're going to need that later. Yeah. But noise complaint, like I feel like people are a lot more receptive to shut the crap up if... Somebody kind of official with arresty powers were to come and tell them to shut up. Well, but my fear is that what our friend over here told us is true and that the dude has been cruising around the neighborhood for weeks. Yeah. And that's pretty bold to decide to come inside the building. I think dude just thought he was moving in, by the way. That's kind of what it came off like. Standing in the door of the laundry room, not letting anybody in there to use it. He acted like he just moved in. Mentally. That's yeah. what I was saying. There's something off with that guy. So when he said to 
one of the people he talked to before he talked to you, oh, I just moved into the building. I don't think he was kidding. I think he thought in his head that he just moved into the building. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. It was weird. It's just a weird situation, and it's kind of creepy. So, like, when the people who live next to the proposed homeless shelter are like, what do you know? You don't have to deal with the homeless people roaming around in front of your house. Yeah, okay. Yeah, there was a new one. They move one. into our laundry room, so fuck there off. There was a new one today. Um, this bro, he said that, you know, well, if we have this navigation center, then what's going to stop other cities from taking their homeless and just dumping them off here in, judge. in Buena Park, right? And um, first of all, it's sort of kind of irrelevant as long as they're within your spa because, I mean, everybody's contributing money. Well, and isn't the money coming to from the, the state? Well, yeah, most of it is, yes. And the county? Yes. So eat it? Well, exactly. It's like you're going you're, you're gonna to have to take care of everybody. So right. does it matter if they got taken care of in Placentia or Anaheim or Buena Park? Right. No. As long as they get taken care of, they've been taken care of. As long as there's room for everybody's people, you're good. Right. And... He, but so I told him, he's like, he had these, and they were, you know, valid concerns to have if you're not sure how the system works. He's like, well, what happens if they walk in and then they walk right back out? Well, he doesn't understand. It doesn't work that way. On your way in, you have a security guard that you have to go through. And they immediately close the gate once you step inside. They close the gate well, yeah, and latch bridges, it. you're in like a little cagey area. Yeah. And then they, they, you know, wand you. And then they make you go through. A metal detector. And you go through the metal detector, and then you sign in. They check your ID. You're done. Okay? You you have to... Any service provider coming in there can't be, like, delivering drugs or anything like that because they get checked. Yeah. So it's it's a very tight system. So if you got dropped off there by, say, I don't know, Fullerton dropped you off there, the police... Right. And you went inside. Uh-huh. You ain't going to decide right there, okay, I'm done, I'm leaving. Right. If you decide you don't want to stay, you're getting on the shuttle bus, and they're taking you to the first stop, and that's where you can get off. Right. You can't just walk out of there. And right. so, you know, I told the guy, you know, there's systems in place to make sure that what you're afraid of doesn't happen. Right. I said, but your concerns are valid, but they've been addressed. Right. Is what I basically said. And I think that, you know, these people who are against the shelter because of reasons that are things that already exist. Don't understand that. They don't grasp that. Yeah. Yeah. They don't grasp it. <sighs> I mean, hell, it's like saying, it's like saying, uh, you know, Yogi Yogi has short hair right now but you know if if it uh, gets hot yogi's gonna have short hair well yogi already has short hair so don't trying to make it sound like the getting hot is why he had short hair is asinine because uh, it's pretty cold hair. right now but here yeah. he has short hair yeah it's like that's asinine so it's <sighs> the same thing oh if the if you do this the homeless will be too close to the to the school well guess what they're already camping in that exact location 
exact location. I think we need to make this topic its whole own podcast episode. I do. I agree. We'll hold on to the rest of this. So, coming up sometime in the near future, <laughs> we're going to talk about, I'm just going to tease this a little bit, we're going to talk about how our immigration system itself is in and of itself, and it evokes racism. Yep. Oh, and do I have some stories to tell you guys? Like, <laughs> yeah, it, it. I can hear already what people are going to say and poo-poo to them for saying something that I think they would say, which I'll tell you when we actually have that episode. Deal. But for now, I think that you think that Yogi thinks that we think that we should. Good night, everyone. Hasta la bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.